0: Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing with our series called Living in a Fast-Paced, Bite-Sized World. Let's read our text scripture. It's out of Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 6. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season whose leaf also shall not wither and whatever he does shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. And yesterday I gave you a picture of what I would call The Parable of the Soils. It's a picture with four parts to it. The left side is the wayside. It looks like a hard road. You can travel fast on it. It will hold you up. And then there's the stony ground next to it. It's a little harder to walk through. It'll slow you down some. And then there's the thorny area. It'll really slow you down, can tear your clothes, and can even hurt. But finally, if you can get yourself to the good ground, It's a wheat field. It's wonderful and bears much fruit. And I talked about getting through, going from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, into the good ground. This is not an instant process. This is going to take some time, some effort, and some patience. Yesterday we also read Mark chapter 4, verses 26 through 29, which is called the parable of the growing seed. It says, And he said, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground, and should sleep by night and rise by day, and the seed should sprout and grow. He himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle, because the harvest has come. And then we discussed yesterday that Luke tells us that the seed is the word of God. It says it in Luke chapter 8 verse 11. Now the parable is this, the seed is the word of God. Farmers know the more seed you plant, the more crops you reap. They also know about the importance of the soil. The hard ground, being the wayside, needs to be broken up. The rocks, being the stony ground, need to be removed. And anything limiting growth above the ground, being thorns, Bushes, garbage, etc. needs to be cleared away. This will take time. It's called preparation. So the parable of the soils is talking about taking time to prepare our heart. It will not happen automatically. It comes by making decisions and taking the time and effort to do so. What decisions? Well, I'm glad you asked that because Luke tells us what the issues are so we can learn and get through to the good ground. You see, we have to get through to get in. There are obstacles. It's a process of sowing, time, patience, and faith. Satan is the one who wants to ruin our garden. He has been in this business for many years. He wants to kill our crops. He wants to steal our fruit. By faith, we get through, and by faith, we go forward. And yesterday, we talked about getting through. Maybe I could call that an aerial view of the four types of ground, watching from above and seeing somebody get through from the wayside, through the rocks, through the thorns, and into the field. But I want to talk about another view, and this would be from the ground. It's a ground view, and I'm going to call it going forward. We're going to go forward from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, and get to that good ground. It's a process. It's the parable of the soils. Luke chapter 8, verse 15 says, But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. There's that word patience again. Well, I don't know about you, but I want to go through, I want to go forward, and I want to get to that good ground where I can bear fruit. Let's read Psalm 1, verses 1 through 3 again. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Think of it, getting through from the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns to the good ground. Think about it, going forward, facing you, From the wayside, through the stony ground, through the thorns, and reaching that good ground. And then I want to talk about going up. Going up meaning let's rise up from the wayside, from the stony ground, from the thorns, and stand on that good ground. I look at getting through, going forward, and going up as terms meaning maturing in Christ. The writer of Hebrews talks about this, and the Living Bible even uses the word ground. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 1, in the Living Bible, it says, Let us stop going over the same old ground again and again, always teaching those first lessons about Christ. Let us go on instead to other things and become mature in our understanding, as strong Christians ought to be. Well, maturity takes time. Even the word maturity can be used to express time and age. Here's a sentence that explains it well. The peaches will reach maturity in a few days. Maturity and spiritual strength do not come from snacks and drive-bys, and relationships do not have any real depth without quality time. Satan knows this, and if he can bring interruptions, issues, problems, worries, and cares, he can keep us so distracted we have no time but for snacks and drive-bys with God. Oh, wow, I'm going to say that again. Maturity and spiritual strength do not come from snacks and drive-bys. Relationships do not have any real depth without quality time. Satan knows this, and if he can bring interruptions, issues, problems, worries, and cares, he can keep us so distracted we have no time but for snacks and drive-bys with God. I don't think this is healthy. I'm sure you agree. We need good, constant, steady, healthy, all-natural, organic, toxin-free home cooking from God, don't we? Well, what will this take? Well, I have a chart here, and I'll explain it to you. It talks about people on the wayside, the stony ground, the thorns, and the good ground. In the chart, it tells us that they all heard the word of God, but it didn't profit them all. Those on the wayside, they heard it, but Satan took it away. The ones on the stony ground, they heard it, but tribulation and persecution took it away. Those on the ground with thorns, they heard it. But the cares, the riches, and other things took it away. But those that have reached the good ground, they heard it, they accept it, and they bear fruit thirty, sixty, and a hundredfold. Somehow we're going to have to find ways to keep the thieves, that would be Satan, tribulation, persecution, cares, riches, and other things, out. So giving a natural example, They say the best way to keep a thief from stealing your car is to hide valuable items and simply lock the doors. I believe the stats are about 95% of all car thefts are from unlocked cars, and only 5% of them are broken into. Well, that's an easy fix. How can we put the locks on Satan and those other issues? With snacks and drive-bys with God? I don't think so. Let's take a look at each ground. And let's start with the wayside. What is the wayside? Well, Matthew says in chapter 13, it's where they heard the word but didn't understand it. The birds came and devoured the seed. And he explains that as the wicked one coming and snatching away what was sown in their heart. Mark says in chapter 4, it's where they heard the word but didn't understand it. The birds of the air came and devoured it and describes it as Satan came immediately and took what was sown in their heart. Now Luke says in chapter 8, it's where they heard the word but didn't understand it, and the seed was trampled down. The birds of the air devoured it, and explains it that the devil came and took the word out of their hearts so they would not believe and be saved. So how do we put a lock on that? A snack and a drive-by won't do, two songs of praise, three announcements, an offering, and a tweet of teaching per week will not produce maturity. It won't work even in the long run. Somehow we can spend three hours in a sports event, two and a half hours in a movie, six hours in a theme park, three hours watching TV, four hours on the computer, all day on the smartphone. But when it comes to time with God, a church service longer than an hour, reading the word of God more than 15 minutes, going to church twice a week, praising God for four songs, praying for longer than five minutes, Are you kidding? Do we have to? Well, no, you don't have to. However, based upon hunger and appetite, we will all prioritize our lives accordingly. And somebody might say, but I don't like that style of worship. And I would answer it this way. It all boils down to hunger and appetite. If we really have a heart for worship, the style, the number of songs, the time it takes will be moot points. In other words, we will be a lot less picky. I know I'm preaching now, but this is not to be critical or negative. This is a pastor speaking. I care for the sheep's spiritual health. I do not want the sheep to be unhealthy. I have a rod and a shepherd's staff. The rod is to run the thief off, and the staff is to pull the sheep back into the fold. Understand, though, these principles also apply to the shepherd. The principles of hunger and appetite is what prioritizes each of our days. Understanding the word is a major key. This will not happen with snacks and drive-bys. Discipleship is not an overnight experience. It will take full meals on a regular basis. The first part of understanding I can preach and teach is this. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some priorities. It's going to take some effort, waiting, believing, faith, getting through, going forward, and going up. We just can't put the things of God on the wayside and expect a full garden. Even a farmer needs continual education. As the Living Bible tells us, become mature in our understanding. Again in Luke chapter 8, verse 15. But the ones that fell on the good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Wow, I love it. Going through, going forward, and going up. Let's read Psalm chapter 1, verses 1 through 3 again. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. Oh, we can't finish this. We're out of time. We'll continue tomorrow. I call you blessed. You have been listening to the Choose You netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site.